calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm joined by the uh, the weary traveller that is Luke Kamali. Hello, I've returned from my jaunts. You are just one big holiday. I am, aren't I? Did uh, that woman who used to sing pop hits about from the 1980s sing a song called Holiday about you? What's her name? Madonna. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, Alex. That's quite, yeah. that's quite a big uh, one. I am, I am tired. And what do you I mean she used to sing pop hits? She's well, still... Before she got strangled. No, huh? I, I would say she just sings at the minute. <laughs> I wouldn't even go that far necessarily. Mm. But And falls over. True. Mm. That was funny. So you could have gone up to her and said, how was your trip? Don't laugh. Could, yes. Don't laugh at a pensioner falling over. No, I'm... How old is Madonna? I don't know. No, I checked it the other day. Like, have a guess, both of you, right now. 59. Uh, Go on. You use the mentality from... Uh, 58. Alex wins. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. She's 56. Oh, yes. that's such a... That's Price is Right mentality right there. You, would you? Uh, would I? Um, let me just go to Google uh, Images. Have you seen what her, arm, <laughs> her arms are quite... Withered. She looks like um, beef jerky that's been in a window too long. <laughs> I think I've never seen beef jerky that's been in a window too long. Look at uh, Madonna. Yeah. You want to go down to in High Street, mate? Really? It's all been there too long. It's all Just been like there. Madonna hanging in the window. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, it was some halal jerky. Oh, good. So what's the age difference between her and Guy Ritchie? Uh, all right, let's see. Demi... More you're going to ask Ash- me to do quick maths here. Demi Moore and Ashley um, Kutcher was 12 well, it's years. Well, not too much. It's, it's 10 years. Okay. That's not that much at all. Fair enough. Anyway, you are Daniel Creeper. Yep. Uh, and this week, we're going to talk about lots of, it, oh, lots of exciting things. <laughs> Just yeah. too many things. Too Can't many things. Too I'm so excited. Excitement. But first, obviously, this week, Nintendo has announced that they're partnering with Universal Studios to bring Nintendo-themed attractions to many of their theme parks around the world, mm. which got us thinking... Not which Nintendo attractions we want to see, because that's kind of, that's obvious. That's obvious. Right? But which games and movie characters would you like to see have their own attractions that haven't got their own attractions already? Mm. That's, the mm. that's the headline of this video. <laughs> Good. I can't wait to see that represented in tweet form. <laughs> yeah, that 460 characters. Good. Daniel. Well, mine's kind of riffing off yours. I think yours should go... Do you want me to go first? I think you should go first, yes. Well, uh... Star Wars, obviously. Yeah. But um, that's going to be happening. That is going to be happening. And there's also, there's already a Star Wars ride in, um, what do they call it now? They call it like Disney Studios. Yeah, like the Disney Studios theme park. It used to be called MGM Studios when I was a kid. Star um, Wars, yeah. Paris as well. Paris as well, yeah. Yeah. What's the ride? Um, it's Star really Tours. old. Yeah, it's really old. Because I went on yeah. it last time I went to Disney, which was, I don't know, two years ago. Yeah. And you kind of sit in a shuttle that's got R2-D2 and C-3PO doing the VO and you kind of fly through space. But it's one of those big things that you just kind of get thrown around. Motion simulator. Uh, and it was really hot. And it I think it went to Japan as well. Right. But it's quite cool. Like the air is because there's a section of the part that's kind of a Star Wars theme. There's like an at at, so it's more exciting because of so that. Because I've been, to, I've been to two actually. Went, really? to, went to the one in Florida. That's got the at at outside. The one in Disneyland, that's got an X-Wing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Spread, yeah. Spreading them out. So, so that's, that's taken for granted. So that's done. Okay. But my other love, uh, of my family, obviously. Yeah, uh, but you, can't, would, you can't make them into a theme park. Well, a bit weird, they're not mass appeal. Uh, just my family sitting there and me charging for people to look at them. To have a ride. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it's, bit, it's all going a bit fritzel. That's a bit weird. <laughs> yes. Um, Batman. Look, yes. Good family man, though, fritzel, wasn't he? <laughs> he was, yes. I loved his Remember family. Get, get, get too much of anything. To too much. To, to get into the theme park, you have to lift up the bed and there's a little secret passageway. <laughs> oh, my God. So many things I'm not going to say right now. Uh, Batman is my other passion. Now, obviously, there are some Batman rides already. Uh, there's one in Six Flags in the US of A. Uh, but it's kind of basically a branded roller, co- like, yeah. roller coaster. Mm. Um, whereas the thing I love about Disney is, coming back to the point you made about Star Tours, it's the whole theming of it and making it feel like it's an experience rather than, you know, there's the ride queue for two yeah. hours to get to it. Because it's similar. There's a Warner Brothers park in Madrid and it's got one or two Batman attractions. But if you were doing a whole Batman theme yeah. park, what would be your main areas? I think I might know a couple. Well, so you'd want the whole thing to kind of feel like a rundown kind of Gotham. And you're walking along, in the same way you walk along... Um, the Main Street in Disney, uh, Africa, Main Street, USA. Right. But here, people try and take your wallet and like, <laughs> shoot you down and stuff like so that. So basically yeah. clap them. <laughs> like, Would you go into a back alley and have a picture with a pearl necklace? <laughs> Belonging to Martha Wayne. <laughs> with Joe Chill standing there. Uh, that was a good photo opportunity. If you go like, just imagine if there's a, like, a little yes. road off me. Everyone just posing where Batman's parents died. <laughs> with, their cor- with their corpses. Uh, that would be quite funny that you go in and there's a you know, cinema you can go in and when you come out your parents get shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite quite a traumatising thing. There's, um, there's um, my um, cousin and his um, son are playing the Arkham games together. Right. So, uh, you know, we've talked about when are age appropriate games but, you know, he's enjoying them and he's playing with his son and um, he's I think it's pitched just right the way they play them together. And there's a bit where I think in Arkham City you can find Crime Alley. And as Batman, there's a button prompt that says mourn or something like that. You press the A button and he kind of kneels down. And my cousin's, um, my little nephew thinks it's hilarious because it looks like Batman's having a poo. (laughs) (laughs) How old is your cousin? And my cousin's son is uh, seven. He's 19. He's playing Batman. Yeah. Oh, isn't that that's pretty hardcore <laughs> yeah well he's, he's he's owning it but he does think Batman's having a poo so I think he's, okay. his interpretation of the game is quite different right. <laughs> so it would seem um, yeah. but yeah so we've done the main that's how you end so that, that's the, the kind of main sort of Gotham bit you would have obviously Arkham Asylum as your sort of uh, haunted house, yeah, mm-hmm. um, but obviously more psychological. And Scarecrow could kind of factor into that. That'd be great. Haunted Would you have house. people in costumes as well? Yes, of yeah. course. You'd want you want the whole meet and greet stuff. Yeah, like, and a parade. Because people would say well, you'd have Reggie. Oh, so that was one. the thing. Like in the original, in Burton's original Batman, you had the whole parade. That would be amazing. Without the kind of killer gas, I would suggest. <laughs> It depends. Some of the food in these theme parks is awful. That is true. This is, um, but it's, it's so easy. It's like map this and flesh it out into bigger ideas yeah. um, for instance like, I guess instead of Cinderella's castle you'd have Wayne Mansion Wayne yeah and below but it then, but that's the thing but you've got to find it it's not obvious you've got to walk around and then you lean against something and then the bookcase <laughs> opens and you go down those people go I've never been to the Batcave <laughs> come, fi- come find it mate come but find- how cool would that and be? it'd be great go down there and then you could get onto like a Batmobile ride yeah Oh, this is what like they do really well in America is um, themed queuing. So queuing in itself yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. boring because the queues are huge. Yeah. Even with the advent of fast travel, uh, fast track, you queue for ages. But they make queuing interesting. So if you queue for the like Batmobile ride, you'd be queuing through important areas of Wayne Mansion. Yeah. Which would be great. And like, imagine like you're walking through there and you've got the giant T-Rex that's under there and all that Like all the stuff. terminals to read and you have like case files, which basically the queuing areas are like filled with Easter eggs for yeah. you to kind of like point out and like yeah, bide yeah, your yeah. time. Yeah. And like, yeah, you've got like Oracle briefing you on the mission that's coming up and stuff like that. That would be like really, really cool. Any other areas? Uh, well, it's just, it's kind of more variants of the theme, right? Because you've got the, um, oh, my mind's gone blank. What's the one that flies through the sky that's not? The Batmobile. Batwing. Batwing. Thank there you. you. Go. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> my God, Alex. <laughs> I have. I've not had a full night's sleep now for over, oh, almost two months. Much like, much like Batman. Yeah. Much like, it's, exactly. it's the I didn't best say way. Why. That's why I'm out <laughs> fighting crime on the streets of Berkeley and trying to secure a deal <laughs> with Disney. Um, just place. Um, also, Batboat. You could do like the Jungle Cruise. 
And Batman, Batman's there. And to your left, there's an elephant. That quite good because in Batman that. Returns, the zoo is where the penguin hands are out, mm. so you could have some like creepy stuff going on there. Penguins, and you'd also poison ivy, a botanical garden. There you go. Diamonds from Mr. Freeze. Well, I was going to say Mr. Freeze ice, <laughs> ice skate hotel. Ice skating. No, that's, that's rubbish. But that actually, you remember that? that happens in the film. Little Still. ice skates pop out of George Clooney's boot. Oh, yeah, it's, time to, like, it's basically an ice hockey sequence in a Batman movie. Yeah. What? what? This happened. Yeah. <laughs> it actually happened. But so the, oh, but the biggest problem with it is, is that you'd want it to feel quite dark. Excuse me. Yeah. Only um, open at night. Imagine that when the lights go down, you've got the back. Well, that's the thing. Like um, I've been to a whole kind of that's the firework display. Ends with yeah, 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 the, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, but a display. I like that. Word, but like well, the this one do... goes around the park. You could have the fight with a uh, hopefully doesn't uh, crash. Al Ghul on top. Yeah, always like, crashing at the end. <laughs> yeah. um, at least ten families are guaranteed to die at the end of every um, day at the park. Let's see, the, the problem with this theme park is a little bit like the Thunderdome. It's like you know, two people enter and one leaves because <laughs> they're either shot by coming out the cinema or they die. Come to Batman crash. World, you'll leave an orphan. <laughs> yes. It's authentic. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so what's your idea of riffing so off of that? Riffing off that is uh, maybe a, a maybe downsize the Batman area just to ensure more um, kids leave with both parents okay. um, or are still a functioning family unit. So a DC world and Gotham would be, you know, the way the kind of uh, magical kingdom is structured. You go yep. in down the main street and then it's a sequence of different mini parks mm. from um, the jungle world to kind of um, all the way up inside the Tomorrowland area. Yep. So yeah, Gotham would be one of them. Another one would be like a Superman themed area where you could have the Fortress of Solitude. You could have a Daily Planet sort of area where you could have like a, a theme ride in there, kind of like a motion coaster. Yeah. Um, and Is then that what they're called motion coasters. Well, if you go to Islands of Adventure in Universal Studios in Florida, they have an amazing Spider-Man ride. I'm sure it's dated a bit now, yeah. but it's like a motion coaster. So it's like um, Star Tours, yeah. but it also moves around as well. Oh, uh, okay. And it's you wear 3D glasses. So for okay. instance, you're in this like capsule, this little car, and Spider-Man will land on the front of the bonnet. And as he lands, the thing tips forward. So right. it gives the illusion of weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in 3D and he's like, I need your help. Right. And there's like the scenery moves around you. So like you'll fall off the side of the building and Spider-Man, the perspective will change. Yeah. So it feels like you're falling downwards and Spider-Man will catch you and there's like heat effects. So it's really cool. Yeah. So a bit more immersive than just pop on your 3D specs sort right. of thing. Okay. So you could have that for a sp Superman experience. I think it'd be great because yeah. you could get cold when you go to the... Yeah. Um, Arctic and then you can just extend it and you know like when you get into the space area of Magical Kingdom you can have like Green Lantern stuff more cosmic yep. stuff cyborg for technology and you could even have a water park which is Atlantis for Aquaman nice that's see, nice you've got to think about your water park that's nice yeah see that's one thing that Disneyland Paris doesn't have water parks are great like there's um, Blizzard Beach in I'm just telling you about my holiday now uh, Blizzard Beach <laughs> where it's like um, it's like a ski resort in Florida yeah. so yeah. good I there's a good water park in Gran Canaria where I go often. What's that got to do with? <laughs> I thought it's one about water parks. Who wanted about water parks? Yeah. <laughs> water parks? That's, um, that's was... point two. Yeah, I thought there was water parks. Right, so we've done two kind of movie comic related. Yes, um, Luke, what have you got? Well, so I was going to bring up. I had two options because I'm greedy. But one was uh, a while ago we covered, and I don't know what's happened to it. I tried to find it. A, a World of Warcraft theme park that was opened in China, ah, but illegal. The Chinese have taken down your story. But about this it. the thing; it was illegal, and so there was never any notice of whether it was kind of. Copyright Do you know what it's called? It's called World Joyland. There you go. It's called World Joyland. It's in Changzhou. So there you go, and it's right. um, it's it, anyway that exists. It kind of rifts on that. Rifts on that. Well, it rifts on that in Starcraft, but I think there's a huge potential there for an actual real Warcraft. Um, Theme park, I think what, that'd be awesome. What would be different between the fake Warcraft theme park and the real Warcraft? It Apart from the a little trademark after the <laughs> yeah, exactly, would have a seal of approval. Um, I just think there's they've got so much lore and so many different animals because there it's kind of actually just basically what they've done is they've made a fantasy. They've wanted to make kind of a fantasy theme park yeah. and couldn't be bothered to come up with their own designs. So they just, so they did just a Google they, image they've done like you know what does an elf look like? Oh well, you know what this is a coherent design. Let's just place this on everything. So that's one of them, whatever. But I think the real one that I'd want to do is in the Final Fantasy games, 
there is a, like an area called the Gold Saucer area, and it's kind of like it's really bright and shiny. It's kind of like what you imagine, you know, downtown Tokyo to be like, you know, with all these lights flashing right. everywhere. So neon. Yeah, basically. Sorry, when you just said the Gold Saucer, I had a mi- uh, vision of <laughs> giant like saucer. It's yeah. very sparkly. There you go. But not neony. No, no, it's it's okay. neony. It should be called the oh, neony saucer. Okay. Um, and there's lots of cool stuff there. There's lots of gambling there, really. But um, there's so roller coasters. Like I, I think you're describing Vegas. I, see, this is the thing. But Final Fantasy themed. Okay. Think okay. of it, friends. That's why can, if you go to Vegas, is why I know there's loads of themed slot machines. There's a slot machine for anything you like. I wouldn't be surprised if there was. They just license it. There's like right. Beetlejuice slot machines. Well, because there's yeah. a the, like one of the big things in the game is you race chocobos around it. Ostrich racing, exactly. Or I was going to say chickens with steroids, but I like your. You idea know what more. happens when you genetically modify animals? Yeah, there's a film coming out about this very thing. This good things. Um, so I think that'd be fun. See, that is the other thing. A proper Jurassic Park. Yeah, there's a section yeah. in Universal Studios which is pretty good. So I don't o- think that's that ever opened, gone well though, has it? That opened very shortly after I last went. It's there. really good. Is there's it? a visitor center. Also, you can get um, American um, turkey legs, <laughs> and which these sell them is like, oh, you can eat a dinosaur leg. <laughs> uh, they don't say it like that. It's in an American <laughs> accent. Like, yeah, similar thing. And I had one, and as a kid, it's huge. But I had braces at the time. I spent all afternoon picking turkey out of my <laughs> brace. Nice so awful. That is a good story. But both my but parents like survived beer. for a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, butter beer. Which I've never actually tried. You've been. It's like, oh, that, so that's the one, the one in, in Yeah, it's the one in London, which is basically, it's kind of a, a museum tour of all the... Right. Basically, um, they took a lot props. of the stuff they used from... Yeah, and it's like, they shot some of it there as well. So it's basically a soundstage they've modded into a, right. a as museum. As opposed to... Um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, which is actually a fully-fledged thing. Why don't park. we get that? How can the Americans get that? We, mm. get that? we almost got the Warner Brothers part that's in Madrid. We almost built it in West London, far West London, like Ryslip. And then they thought, no, build it, build it in Madrid. That's gone well for you, Madrid? hasn't it? I'm sure it has Ryslip? been Ryslip? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's... Sh- actually, I haven't been to Alton Towers for a very long time, but I know, uh, I, <clears throat> I was looking last year, that's because they've opened a CBBC world there. Oh. Not quite the same. No. But you can go on a I was Pat Ride. That's kind of was, my, my yeah, level, if I'm honest. I was doing yeah. some research, and they were um, um, King Abdullah, the second of Jordan, is spending 1.5 billion to build a Star Trek theme park. Apparently, what so is that? This is, was from that couple, this article was from a couple of years ago, so I'm not sure how that's getting on. Is yeah. that licensed? Um, I think it looks like it is. So, yeah. Good luck, King Abdullah, II of so, Jordan. So, Batman, DC. Final Fantasy. Mm. Yeah. So don't forget, uh, you can let us know which uh, theme parks you would like to create. How do they let us know, Dan? IGN underscore UK feedback, IGN.com. You got it. Next up, the good things that have happened this week. And, uh, well, Nintendo has done a bunch of stuff. They have. Around Splatoon. They have. They had a Nintendo Direct this week, which was very exciting. I think the most exciting bit to come out of it is there is a beta or a beta, depending mm. how you want to... You can play say. the game yourself. You can, this very weekend. Yes. Um, so there should be a... Be- <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so you should... Public service So you should be able to download, um, download it now. There's only set hours that you can do it. Um, and you need to have a look at on the site to find out when they are. But it is... It kicks off on Saturday. <laughs> because uh, you pretty much... How do you actually get the demo? So you just down... It's available now from the Wii U eShop. Okay. But, um... Wee wee shop. Wee shop. Easy, easy. Basically, it'll just work in certain times. And it won't in French. others. I know. <laughs> so there you go. That's that's pretty much... That's kind of the main direct news. There wasn't really anything else that was too exciting, other than we learnt more about how the Amiibo work with it, because we've heard about them before. They unlock challenges, and if you complete the challenges, then you get to unlock three mini-games involving, mm. uh, like, that look very retro and have kind of it's a nezzy feel to them a bit better of investment the Amiibo you unlock some in all your games pretty yeah. much oh also the only other thing is that they've promised like DLC in the future right you know like a free DLC as well which is good so new maps rotations and all of this okay. so they do sound quite committed to it which is always nice so on the topic of Amiibo obviously this week it was announced that <coughs> Disney Infinity 3 is coming out mm-hmm. Star Wars how do you think that Amiibo will kind of coexist because uh, you can do a lot more <laughs> with Amiibo than you can... No, sorry. A lot more with Infinity characters. I, you put them on, then they actually appear in the game. Yeah. 
compared to Amiibo. Well, it depends right? how you look at it. Because Amiibo yeah. surely give more uh, functionality. Unlock yeah. stuff across a variety of games. And I imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. it won't be long before there might be a game that integrate them in a bigger way. Yeah. For instance, say they bring out Nintendo Land 2. Yeah. And they, the ones you have while you're advertising that. I'm sure they're building towards something. Yeah. Like was, a, a game that incorporates them in a, another way. I was kind of amazed that they didn't use them like that in um, Mario Party 10. Like, you know, you, even if it's just as simple as you put it in and that's your figure or something. Well, I almost wonder whether the development of this thing's later than the current yeah. development cycle yeah. on some of these games. So if you like be. the next version of these games, they might be the a more kind of um, root level. Yeah. Whereas now with a kind of, to extend the tree metaphor, mid-branch. Right. What, like how many more have they got to go? Like obviously, you, you look at Marvel's no, universe. No, se- se- separate, separate, they're already on the second wave of Mario. Yeah. yeah. They'll do multiple waves, like different poses. And I'm, Goth like, Mario. nobody here is really kind of like properly mad about it. We've, I've got two. I think they're really good looking figures. They and they're, they're really, really well, well done. Rory um, has the Link one. Right, I know he, he Link's one of the worst ones. I've got that one as well because he's got that little prop keeping him but, upright. But he bought he like, bought the Link one for no apparent reason because he. Did, but that's that, the thing. Quite at that time, he toy, didn't even, yeah. But exactly, so that's the thing. At that stage, he didn't even have. He doesn't have a Wii U, and he didn't have, I think, an XL so or a new 3DS yeah. rather. So he couldn't use it with that. He just wanted it because it looked cool. Yeah, because there's a, a relatively you know absence of decent Nintendo merch mm. around. So the they're good. Infinity figures are really good. Yeah. Really, so really good. Um, I hope. I interviewed. I interviewed. I reviewed Disney Infinity last year, and I didn't. I thought the game was a bit. Um, well, actually, very inferior to the game yeah. that came out the year beforehand. Disney inferior. They Disney should have called inferior. it. Nice. Terrible marketing. <laughs> should have done that. Sorry, guys. We're just going. We're <laughs> yeah. going to say just it. Just hold our hands up we're here. Say it. Um, this year, Disney superior. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like they've probably looked at review scores, missed a critic, and gone. You can't, not again. Um, although they probably was already in development, but they've got some bigger um, development teams involved Ninja yeah, Theory, Sumo. Yeah. I think they might have done bits and bobs here and there before, but it's cool. Star Wars, and yeah. there, you know, there is actually some like prequel era stuff the first time that's really been mentioned since Disney like took over that they've kind of really pushed that version of Anakin right because they did kind of distance themselves a bit didn't they well they just weren't they were just with this new trilogy I think really tapping into the magic of the original trilogy Mm because I feel like they think as an overall experience that's why people didn't like the prequels I think they're again this is my hypothesis I think they think the prequels didn't go down so well because they undermine what people love about the originals. You love Luke, you love Han, you love Leia, you I love Chewbacca, know. and then suddenly you had three films which said they're not that important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's more about this one person. Than you would, yeah, there. yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> On the topic of Star Wars, uh, this Monday it was May the fourth. Star Wars Day, as it's now been called. Uh, I'm a big fan of Star Wars. I must have. I, like I found the whole thing a little bit painful. I felt like this year was really a lot. Yeah, a lot. Like, oh, I've got my biggest issue with the Star Wars UK official account. Right. Um, <laughs> did you see this? No. Some madman went loose on it. What? Um, tweeting all day um, to various um, British celebrities, going "Happy Star Wars Day, Vernon K. What are you doing? Please tell us. Happy <laughs> Star Wars Day, Gary oh, Barler. It. What are you doing? Please tell <laughs> oh, us." I just that all afternoon. I was like, "What has happened?" Well, I don't care what Vernon K is doing yeah. to celebrate Star Wars Day. I hated just the fact how every brand decided to yeah. jump on it. Like Walkers tweeted a picture of Smoky Bacon saying. The bacon is strong with this one. Well, it's funny you should say that because there is a section on this week's uh, Rebel Base where we talk exactly. Oh, about really? That. Well, there you go. So you should check out Rebel Base. But you know, some exciting news. <laughs> it's awful. We found out that uh, Gwendolyn Christie is Captain Phasma, which we kind of thought. Anyway. Yeah, which I think I'm quite excited about. I've decided. Why are you excited about it? Uh, because I think she's awesome, and I I'm glad that we always knew that she was going to be. Well, we kind of knew she was a villain, right? No, I did. Well, I I would have liked her to be. Know that much about her at all. So I would have liked her to be a villain. I think she could really pull that off. And we don't know. We we don't know if Captain Phasma is a villain. True, but from that outfit, it looks like she's going to be involved in some, you know. Um, combat situations, which I'm excited mm. by, because I think Such she's insults. badass. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> a I, massive gun. 
Might be involved in combat. No. Might be. It's very shiny. Well, what I'm saying is relevant. I believe. Oh, bet she was a nightmare to shoot, though. <laughs> oh, oh, JJ, she camera's in her, the chest. Camera's in her chest. Oh, JJ, we have problems with the reflections off this. Jay, Imagine uh, what that must be like. Get a DP's just there going. Honestly, you could <laughs> not have gone with the white scenes. bloody stormtrooper, JJ. <laughs> Matt, yeah, I've got this idea for an alien. What is it? Is it a mirror? <laughs> well, a little mirror alien. I love yeah. it. Also, uh, we found out that Adam Driver is indeed uh, Kylo Ren. He is. Or which, Ken, again, so everyone, everyone how, thought. How did everyone react to that? Because I, I, so this was when I was away, and so I wasn't like looking at it or anything. Right. Um, and then when it, I came, and I saw him, and I was like, ah, I kind of forgot you were in it. And my, my reaction was. <laughs> Is that what you're looking for? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he's quite, a, you know, he's. I, I think I was in that no reaction because I always thought he was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think I'll have his mask on for a lot of it. Uh, but I do like the. Obviously, it all came out from the latest issue of Variety with a big cover shoot from Vanny Leibovitz. Wasn't it Vanity Fair? Yes, <laughs> that's what I meant to say. Anyway. Um, but obviously the picture of um, Captain Phasma <clears throat> standing in front of a burning building mm. so you would think that there has been some combat again there. Again, maybe an allusion to um, New Hope burning people yep, yep. yep. Um, uh, but the thing I loved about the uh, Kylo Ren stuff was the snow troopers in the background mm. and I said this on Rebel Base and I'm going to say it again here because Gav poo-pooed it it looks Beard. like they are they're not just white stormtroopers on Hoth which they look like they've got adaptive camouflage or something like that. They're kind of blending in it. Let's have a look. And Gav was like, ah, it's just because they want the photo to kind of focus more on the bad dude at the front. But I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. No, I'm not sure. Oh. I do love the design there. Mm. Why don't you just, just marry away? Well, I can, see, I can definitely see what you're saying. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing it. I'm just saying oh. I'm not sure, but I can definitely I think, see that interpretation. Well, I'm, I'm excited. I thought... Adam Driver, he's in, he's known for girls, right? Yes. Anything else? The TV show. He was in yeah, the yeah. US Marines, so he's hard. Was he actually in the yeah. Marines? Yeah. Really? So active service. I think. I think he's really really what? good. Adam in, Driver in girls. Um, <laughs> you don't want to believe me. <laughs> no, see, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen girls, and I just kind of assumed. Shortly it. after the September 11th attacks, Driver joined the United States Marine Corps. He served two years and eight months before suffering an injury while mountain biking. Oh yeah, were you? And um, was medically discharged before he could deploy to Iraq. Oh, so he didn't see service. Oh, so and then he took. Then he went to Juilliard. Oh, uh, as, um, as you do. He texted him. But no, I kind of thought that he was just um, a bit wimpy in girls, and so I was like, when they. Cast oh, he's acting. Him. No, he's probably nuts. Is he? <laughs> yeah. And girls, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen girls. So. And he's properly like kind of stacked as well. Oh, yeah. so you're making assumptions. You've not seen it, but you're kind of saying, "Oh, yeah, he's like that." You haven't seen it. Well, well also, a- I should point out he's an actor. And you know yeah. what? <laughs> and now I am doubly surprised and rejoiced. I for- think he'll make a great bad guy. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I really do. Do I we like, reckon, I, I, do I reckon I, Kylo Ren will survive that film? I would hope so. I don't think they would repeat the Darth Maul move. Yeah, because that, that was you, a mistake. Like, you, you set- also, yeah, I think they'll set him up for a, a bit. He's, I think he's what, going to be a more important antagonist than. Surely that's what worked so well also about we Vader, right? As well, like the fact that you have your three, you get to know them and see. Yeah, it's the, a proper character. Yeah, like, and it's a longer journey. But that's, yeah. like you were saying, there is uh, a rumor that he might be um, collecting um, memorabilia belonging to Darth Vader, like artifacts, and almost position himself as like the second coming of I Vader. I said he was related to potentially. Related There's to also him. various fan theories. We did a, a feature that went live on May the fourth about like the, the various what various editors think might happen in the Force Awakens. And one theory, spoiler, might not even be a spoiler, is that there'll be some kind of kinship between mm. Kylo Ren and another like one of the good characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, that's a bit Vader Luke, yeah. but these are the chosen generation and there are many of them left. Well, you definitely, or what I would like to see from the trilogy as a whole is that you've got these characters that grow and grow and become more established, yeah. but there is something happening underneath that you yeah. don't discover until the second or third yeah. film. That would be... And I think that's what how Abrams will use the original cast. It's yeah. like a framing device as mm. old Ben was in the original. Yeah. And some of them might not make it, but there'll be a presence throughout all three. It's not just set up. It's not like Lennon Nimoy in Star Trek, yeah. where it was more like a, oh, it'll be more it's substantial. Yeah. It'll be more integral to the story they're telling. Do you think he's got the balls to kill off any of the original characters? Absolutely. Yeah. It will happen. Yeah. I think it will happen. Part in... of me thinks that the, uh, the original characters wouldn't want to be in all three anyway, would they? 
Um, I'm sure some of them would. I bet Harrison Ford didn't want to be in any of them. Yeah. Uh, I bet Harrison Ford was like, I'll come back if you kill me off. Yeah, yeah, I wonder who will die. It will happen. Mm. Be sad. Um, also out I think it came out over the weekend obviously last week on last week's podcast we spoke about uh, Jared Leto's new Joker look yes. uh, and how it's kind of split opinion but then um, David Ayer revealed the entire Suicide Squad yeah line. and also if you put together all his Instagrams and print them off it's actually a flip book of the entire movie at this point <laughs> you do feel like god this movie's not out for not quite a long time I, not, I, I have seen like a lot yeah, I think part of it is, I think it, part of it might be intentional strategy that this is a thing that is not that well known outside of comic mm. book circles. And yeah. there's, a, there's a degree of um, consciousness raising, like awareness raising around who these people are, who these characters are, what the hell it is. Yeah. The fact that they're all imprisoned and to get freedom, they have to go on these like special ops. Yeah to be let out of the prison. They keep they're adding in. to the cast list, though, don't they, as well? Like, yeah, at well, a terrifying rate. Yeah, so... Well, th- I'm, the more and more characters in it, it more feels like it's going to be like a, almost a kind of an X-Men style movie. Mm, yeah. Um, so do you want to know who's in it? They released a picture. It has Slipknot, Captain Boomerang, Enchantress, Katana, Rick Flag, Deadshot, Harley Quinn, El Diablo, and Killer Croc. Yeah. So the kind of two standout characters for me are obviously Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. yeah. who I think she looks great. Uh, yep. Again, it's got that literalism of her phrases. She's got the choker that says pudding. Yeah. And I th- she has some tattoos that you can't quite make out. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that'll be. Um, but then obviously Killer Croc. And again, we spoke about Killer Croc and we uh, kind of looked at some of the potential mock-ups. Mm. He looks a lot like the Arkham, uh, the Arkham. Uh, Asylum Killer Croc. Yeah. Uh, First thought, one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not convinced, <clears throat> if I'm honest. Not just about that, but about the whole thing. Um it's just they look so generic and Will Smith oh my god if there is ever a more disinterested person in one of the official photos I'd like to see it he, the thing is they led with that obviously to go hey it's Will Smith but the mask the actual mask not the fake mask yeah. that was on set yeah. so it actually looks alright and yeah. um, there's Killer Croc if you haven't seen it Maybe. <laughs> um, he does like, Killer Croc is a bit weird in that initial photograph he, I I, the, the image I just showed Alex and Luke is a picture of one of um, the characters from the Super Mario Brothers movie <laughs> and one of the Cooper Troopers and it just I wasn't that sold on it like yeah. some of the other pictures of, like, again it's not on camera you don't know if they're going to augment it mm. it looks better in some other pictures but just first of all I just didn't really like it I, I'm very... I, I, so I understand the point of like trying to get people on board with Suicide Squad get you know familiar with people but for me right now, it's like less is more. Just stop talking about it. Let's let me see that stuff in action, and then yeah, let, I'm kind of happy to wait for it. Too, it looks so. a bit like weird Expendables, yes. like eccentric Expendables, like Jai Corney, and that. He looks like a like a bit of a chav with a leather jacket on, and it's just I don't know. It looks a bit. Like all like Katana and Enchantress, who is Coral Delavine. I just yeah. think. The look is just well, the bit. Like, Levine is an interesting choice as she well. She looks like she should be in Beetlejuice. <laughs> Manona Ryder, yeah. Yes. Carl uh, um, Levine's an interesting choice. It just this. looks. I don't think there's anything particularly clever about any of the designs, no. really. No. Um, they're just a bit. We had a conversation on side. They like, look a bit nineties, like yeah. the kind of that early superhero, yeah. where it's just. So, if you work under the premise that maybe because of such a big cast, it might be like. X-Men, for example. Who do you... It has put, to be an ensemble piece, so yeah. Who do you reckon will be... Because, you know, that kind of pivoted around Wolverine, right? And, yeah. and Rogue in the first one. Who do you think will be the... Presumably well, Harlequin it, and Joker, maybe? Well, or? Joker's not here. Joker, I think, would be maybe something they have to go rescue or something like almost like an antagonist well, this well, they, want it, they would want it to be Rick Flagg the fact that it's being played by Joel Kinnaman and not Tom Hardy mm. makes you raise that question yeah. if it was Tom Hardy in that picture yeah, you yeah. would definitely say Tom Hardy yeah. Yeah. and that changes your perception so going on that basis Rick Flagg is the leader of the group okay. yeah, I think it will have to be him whereas because they don't have that triple yeah. A star I think that's a bit harder to get around and obviously Will Smith like yeah. yes his mm. career is tailed off to a degree he's still Will Smith it's still a big draw yeah um, but you're, you're absolutely right I would probably be a whole lot more excited if Tom Hardy if, was standing I'm kind of glad Tom Hardy's not in especially when he said earlier in the week he'd like to be Frank Castle yeah which is fantastic yeah so that's the good stuff that happened this week yes the bad is that Sony 
Has had some bad news. Yes, Sony has decided that they are not doing a press conference at Gamescom. Which, we say it's bad news. It's not really. They made the point that because E3 is uh, a week later than usual this year, Gamescom's a week earlier, there's not as much time, and so they would... They've also got no games coming out. Well, there's that. I mean, they've dressed it up as the fact is they would literally just be retreading what they've announced at E3. So what's the point? But the good news is, instead, in October, they will be at Paris Games Week and will be announcing stuff there. But that's obviously very close to when they would normally do... The PlayStation Experience, like which is new, usually December. Later or something Yeah, like so, I mean, what you'd hope maybe is they make the announcements at Paris Games Week and then they give people hands-on at uh, the PSX. So is there still, like, consumer show presence for Sony at Gamescom? They haven't said anything yet in terms because of that yet. if I was a, a punter mm. and there was no PlayStation present, that's, like, that's, that's big. a big miss. But what do they show? Well, this is Seriously. the thing. If they've, it, it's comforting in a way that they're not just going to trot out and kind of be like, "We've got this," and you know, pull stuff out of their ass. They, you know, they are. I'd turn up to a press conference where somebody did that. You see, he's very statesman-like, isn't he? And it was, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> <laughs> looks looks like a kill zone. Looks like a. Uh, uh, it's a resistance. It's a resistance. That's, that's the thing. So I think I've mentioned before about my daughter watching these Play-Doh egg videos that do yeah. like tens of millions of views. Imagine if it was that. It was just like like, like the FA Cup. Oh, God, let's up. have a little rummage round. Oh. <laughs> Open it up from his little bummy. Oh, it oh, it's always until done. Let's put that back up for a little bit. Just, uh, <laughs> exactly. It's not quite ready. Nah. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, I found the PS3 version. We should have chilled that way ages ago. <laughs> So yeah, basically that that's sad news, but it's sad news. It's kind of sad for us, I guess. Well, it's not well, that means we get to go to Paris in October now. It does. <laughs> I suppose that's yeah. something. Yeah, it's it's a shame because just to the extent the Gamescom, they used to like make some really good announcements, like yeah. smaller games, new games. Well, I maintain that last year for me at least, Gamescom was more exciting than E3. Mm. Like, and I really thought that Gamescom was on the track to becoming the big show of the year, more so than E3. Was it because you had your first port knuckle? No, I didn't have a port knuckle. Oh. I just had lots of schnitzel, didn't I? Schnitzel. schnitzel. Without the sauce. Um, without the sauce, obviously. Um, I've got a picture idea. Like, what we should do for E3, you know, when we live stream all the conferences, mm, yeah. do a second audio track where it's us doing commentary, kind of like Eurovision. Yeah, like great. Absolutely get sued. Just get, just get him. Luke's like he's pulling one out. <laughs> I, see, I wouldn't fancy doing it live because I know that the kind of stuff is come out. Yeah, it'd be great. Awful if we, things. That if we ever leave IGN and spin out as kind of interesting, <laughs> that's the sort of thing we can do. Vaguely interesting. Kind, yeah, of, kind of rubbish. <laughs> um, good. So yeah, uh, there you go. And then the other really bad news, or good news, depends on like. McDonald's is bringing Hamburglar back. Now, firstly, do you know who Hamburglar is? I do. You remember him? I do, and I remember Grimace, who is my personal favourite, and Birdo. Birdie. Birdie. But Grimace was my favourite. Oh, Grimace. Grimace was my favourite. They've revamped him as well. So, so, he, so that's the thing. He used to look a little bit like the kid from Mad Magazine. I don't yeah. know what he's called. Yeah. But with like... Ginger freckles, man. Yeah. But Boy. like with burglar outfits on, so obviously a stripy top, yeah. a mask, and a, a burglar. He was always a good-natured, um, a typical member of the group. Yeah, he was a lovable rogue. Weren't I would, and if you try to steal my burger, punch him in the face. Weren't they all a little bit... I, I remember, because I was quite young when he was around originally, and I remember finding it quite confusing, like, why is... Ronald McDonald, a touching lovable me. clown. Why, why is he touching me? Why it's is, my birthday. Why is he? Why is he hiding in the ball why, pit naked? Why, why are you ruining my memories? Just oh, imagine that swimming down to the bottom of the ball pit, and there's just a naked clown, and he's just got the white face paint on. That is horrible. Ow. That is. I should be directing the new version of it. This I'm is new saying. from the new recesses PT. of your mind. From the recesses of my memory, m- mind. <laughs> my mind. So, anyway. <laughs> but I was just going to say, I found it weird that there was a clown who was lovable hanging out with Grimace, this purple lump, a flying woman who looked a little bit tricksy, and then a burglar who was evil. I used to like the, the big kind of hamburger dudes who had... The oh, they were good, weren't they? Oh, what, was uh, he good. what was he called? Hamburghead. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're Count saying. Von Patty. I don't know. What? Anyway, the new look Hamburglar. Oh, he's an actual man? Yeah, he's an actual That's man. That's more sinister. No, yeah. don't do that. Yeah, right? 
He looks I'm, really kind of weird. Yeah, I don't like that. It's like they're bringing like like Christopher Nolan style grittiness to McDonald's. <laughs> They've Nolan it. They've exactly. Nolan it. They've gone full Nolan. Never go full Nolan. Never go. Grimace full is um, like some hideously scarred man. But like, it's just so weird. So yeah, there he is. Um, he's kind of like a proper. He's really grown bro- up. Is it Jai Courtney? He's getting well, around now, he, now it's really terrifying. So there was um, a- do you know what the Hamburglar was um, known as? What? So he emerged in the 1970s. It's an original design. I think this is the second time he's been redesigned. Okay. When he first appeared, this is ter- he had a long nose. He was old. Had a long nose, grey hair, and was called the Lone Jogger. <laughs> the Lone Jogger? <laughs> he was known as the Lone Jogger. What? So- I think it was Mayor McCheese I was thinking of. Oh uh, yeah, it's Mayor. Yeah, Mayor, Mayor, McCheese? Mayor McCheese. Here he is. <laughs> like, you, I'm going to look up the Lone Jogger. This uh, is the best. And he was he, he was like an old troll. Um, oh, no, I I mean I just I quite like. I bet people love listening to us Google. Uh, no, I know. Yeah, I liked I liked Grimace. He was my favourite back in the day. He looked very huggable. It's a bit more creepy. The Lone Jogger. Oh, uh, gosh, that is weird. Jog on, Why is he called the Lone Jogger? I don't know. Always jogs alone. <laughs> Never jog alone. Never jog alone. You wonder why. If you're into fitness, you probably wouldn't steal hamburgers, right? Maybe he wants other people to become fit, so he steals it from them. A personal trainer type thing. Um, So, yeah, he's also known as the burger pilferer. Mm, um, Always foiled by Ronald McDonald in McDonald's TV commercials. Oh, there you go. So, Ronald and him weren't. Well, on the box art. Ronald, first name term. Oh, Ronald. Well, (laughs) if you sat on his face. His <laughs> whole new meaning to the word ball pit. <laughs> oh my god! I'm I'm enjoying this. This is fun. So anyway, <laughs> the second part of this, which I find absolutely bizarre, is that Time Magazine has written a really long piece on why uh, bringing him back makes no sense because stuff that's most they actually wrote this stuff that's most frequently targeted by thieves, like money. Jewelry and cars is stolen because it's high priced. Blah 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 blah. Stealing hamburgers <laughs> makes no sense because burgers keep their already low value for one two hours tops. It's like what? Wow! They've like, uh, analyzed. I know. It's like I don't think they bought it. Back. It's, it's the like, conclusion. Like really, perfect. It's like, to be honest, in this day's um, world, this you, economic it's, it's climate, like, there's actually no future stealing hamburgers. So um, you probably want to start doing that, mate. And uh, go back just, to jogging. It's so weird. Go back to jogging. There is a lot of money to be made in personal like training. Volume is a questionable motivation here too, because the hamburger's method of stashing his burgled burgers <laughs> is in a big sack, and he puts them at high risk of losing their structural integrity. This has got to be a piss take. It is. Yeah, it absolutely is. I don't know, I Unless it is. it's a real thing in America. I don't know. Maybe that's why they got all the guns. What's but it's, <laughs> but it's, but the hamburgers. It's yeah. Time magazine. Yeah. You wouldn't expect them to do like a parody piece. Would you? I don't know. I don't know. So, um, so not in favour of the new look? Maybe. No, but no. we like the character of Hamburglar. In I always found him a bit morally queryable. But I do mm. think, like, if you're going to bring Hamburglar back like that, then surely Ronald McDonald is going to come back like, you know... Batman, like what? Bruce Wayne. I was thinking <laughs> like the clown. Like clown like, it'll, it'll come, it'll come <laughs> back, yeah, he'll come back like that, That's or so Ledger's Joker. Scary. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I never... Mm. Do you want to know how I got these stores? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Let's move on to feedback. Creeper, you're um, up first. Yes, uh, first one. Anne Thomas reacts in about... And last week when we were talking about Dragon Ball, he says Goku will win without a shadow of a doubt. Lol. Yeah, so that was following on from uh, Rory, who is the only person who I know who knows anything about those things, what telling us... Dragon Ball. ...what <clears throat> he thinks. Yeah, I have to listen to that. So uh, I've got an email from Rob, or Viking Rob, according to his email. All right, Rob. Uh, He says, are there any metalheads in the IGN uh, offices? People who like heavy metal music, Luke. What is heavy metal? I'm going to go with no. (laughs) What is heavy metal? (laughs) What is is metal? What is love? Um, No is the short answer to that. But he was very excited because he found out (laughs) that um, Ronnie James Dio who is a vocalist for... I'm trying to find out. Who is it? Oh, 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 he's in Black Sabbath. I didn't know that. I've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had his own... Uh, I've got another Famicom one. Famicom game. Like, wow. Back in the day. That's that's all he says. Uh, he's, is it well known or good? I don't know. Maybe. That's your, your ear, Alex. Uh, I'm, yeah, but I've no idea. The fact that I had to Google Ronnie James Dio, I have uh, no idea who that was. A lot was. of heavy metal in my household. My girlfriend's really into heavy metal. Right. Wasn't Ozzy Osbourne in Black Sabbath? He was. He was, Luke. I but he hasn't got a game. 
No, oh, maybe well, yeah, he I probably. I bet you has about one bite in the head off bat. Oh, he did that quad biking game, didn't he? No, he didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something else, and I'm definitely. <laughs> I think he was Trusting in. Uh, I think he was actually in Brutal Legend. It was like. Oh, oh yes, yeah, no, okay. That, that would make sense. Yes, and obviously we have Guitar Hero and Rock Band, which I'm throwing out there as a thing. Don't they sometimes have characters that you can play as? They have characters. I don't <laughs> no, know. but sometimes was in Guitar you'll Hero enjoy the new um, Guitar Hero. It's much more like pop based as well. If you want it to be, it can be anything you want. Okay. So yeah, because yeah. guitars are in all kinds of songs. They are actually. They can play I'd what, appreciate it if people got, remember they've got, that. They've got all the notes. Yeah, they have Good. all the all the songs. So. I, I, mine is from Luke from Sidcup, not oh, me. I, actually, can I just say one thing? The other thing about Rob's email is I think he's actually written it in Comic Sans. Oh, it's the sign of class, right? So, thank you, Rob. Rob. <laughs> Rob. Oh, Rob. We can't go into it, but Rob. Okay, so Luke from Sidcup has said, "Hi guys, you often mention that Dan is a bit of a Jerry." Jeremy Rose a bit of a Jerry bit of a Jeremy Renner lookalike calm down mate however I think he looks a lot more like Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam <laughs> have you ever, ever had that before? Um, never had Eddie Vedder before okay. well who's Eddie Vedder? I looked him up I don't, think, I don't think I look that much like him but apparently in your appearance and your mannerisms um, can you give us a little is he from Blackburn? burst tapping um, <laughs> that's Eddie Vedder Halen oh, there you go jump I think it's from Seattle. Oh, okay. See, um, knowledge. Um, so, yeah. Are you also... There, in fact, there's a, a thing on the IGN UK podcast um, Facebook page right now talking about our likenesses. Oh, God. Um, they haven't got to you yet. Thank Christ. <laughs> who, who would you like, Luke? Tom Daly, Scott V. I get Tom, Tom Daly, yeah. but I also get that Chicharito guy from... Chicharito. Oh, Chicharito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get him. Um... I was going to post Tilly. I, I got Jamie myself. Cullen once upon a time. Really? I know. But that was back when he was youthful until those looked. Um, uh, I posted myself as um, Marcus Bridgestock because I yes. got in there first and there as well. Yeah. Own the conversation. Own yeah. the conversation. Preempt. I was also going to post Tilly as uh, Legislate Larry, but unfortunately my uh, signal went on my phone so, <sighs> and then I kind of forgot. Oh. Such an opportunity um, missed. Yeah. And he also says, and um, the main reason that he's writing is to say how great an addition he thinks Gab is to the team. Hey. I tend to disagree with most of the things he says. He constantly makes me laugh and seems to fit in perfectly with the whole vibe of the content you produce. Whoever's in charge of recruitment deserves a raise. Good luck with that. That's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good luck. Yeah, um, what about Pooh Beard that I was mentioning earlier? Pooh Beard. Whoa, there's no way to talk about your colleagues, Luke. No, I was saying earlier. So earlier we were talking about Gav's beard. what you call him behind his back? No. (laughs) Earlier we were talking about Gav and the fact that he has a beard. And I said there was a study in the paper this week that said beards have been discovered to contain more fecal matter than most toilets. Yeah, but in Gav's you can see it. (laughs) That's massive nuggets. <laughs> Why did you do that? Why have you gone that far? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that just because people don't wash their hands after doing what they Doesn't matter, it's still there, isn't it? It's still there just dangling right <laughs> below <laughs> your right below the airwaves. <laughs> no, but like why would it be on your face? Well, you know they say that if you, don't, if you don't shit face, <laughs> if you don't close the lid of a toilet <laughs> and you flush it. Unless you're three meters away, you're going to get fecal matter on they you. They say uh, I've never heard. You know the other that. thing though. So like, if you keep a toilet brush near a tooth, your toilet, a toothbrush. A to- a to- a to- yeah, sorry, a toothbrush near your toilet, and you put the toothbrush in the poo. There's poo on the toothbrush. Uh-huh. No, um, they all, it's 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 a fact. Anyway, too many things on the internet. <sighs> it's my job. So anyway, he's, he's read too I'm, many. I'm things. very pleased to have poo bid on the podcast. Okay, next, <laughs> Dan, Dan Dan Ianson. He says, "Drg on." Dear IGN, a lot of people hate the prequels of the Star Wars films. However, I grew up watching those films and enjoyed them, particularly the fight scenes, especially the one between Obi-Wan and Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. I feel they were much better. I was wondering what do you think of the new film should keep these high-octane choreography fights or go back to the boring, slow choreographed ones of the originals? Also, Revenge of the Sith is my favourite Star Wars film. Yours has seen the Daniel... Lanson. Now I'm going to defend him because I don't di- I don't dislike the prequels. I think the I think the the, the main of the Sith is the best of the prequels. Yes, I I completely agree that those fights are quite exhilarating. But and that, when but that it's the Jedi at the height of the but yeah, what, what, it was never really a thing in the original. Because that's what I find a bit jarring when you then watch like you know Obi Wan in that fight in Revenge of the Sith. 
and uh, against Anakin, and then you go to episode they're four, where they're literally, men. and you're just like, yeah, yeah. Old men, come on, get a grip. They're all men. Also, they're they're actually like poles that are rotating with reflective material. Yeah, fair share. What about the Yoda fight at the end of Attack of the Clones? Because like I remember being cinema. I remember cinema people going like, yeah, yeah, that was. I was like, what? That's ridiculous. No, I was quite young. I I remember loving it, and then I really don't like the wall against the Emperor. That just goes on. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, the, what I don't like as well. I remember seeing watching one of the behind the scenes uh, ones of that one in Revenge of the Sith when the Emperor is fighting Mace Windu. I think it is, and um, Ian McDiarmid wanted to do a lot of his own stunts and stuff, and it kind of got. It, it, you can see that there's quite a lot of tension on the set because he's doing it. You can see the stunt double cuts aren't very clear, and it's just it's quite a messy fight. Um, and so I think there's a time and a place, like, as you say, it kind of works when they're both old in episode four. And I kind of think that actually, if, yeah. if he'd just been a lot more still and not really gone in we'll for the lights. Su- I think we'll have super fast lightsaber fights. I was yeah. just thinking, yeah, because the I raid do. guys have... Yeah, they're, they're like, you can't so, yeah. go back. Yeah. It's yeah. like that thing, you just can't, go, they'll go, won't go back to yeah. it. Yeah, the yeah. rave. And also, I'd be interested to see, um, you, you don't know how it'll change with the cross hilt. Because that, like, fundamentally, that changes the nature of how a sword will move. And so... But you just couldn't have had Darth Vader in all of his gear, like, bouncing around. Like, <laughs> like really? Already, like, out, already out of breath. It's like, oh, like, there's a great, um, great featurette on the building of the lightsaber on StarWars.com YouTube, YouTube channel. Mm. I can't pronounce stuff now. And <laughs> no, it shows um, behind-the-scenes footage of Luke fighting Vader in Return of the Jedi. Mm. And it shows them fighting with just sticks. Because later on, they worked out rotoscoping technology to put it in. Right. But they still needed a stick to make contact and give it a sense of weight yeah, yeah, so they weren't yeah. hitting walls and stuff. And there's a bit where Hamill, like, just, like, cause, you know, he's taking, on, taking him on his father and he yeah. just absolutely goes crazy, like, right. knocking him to the ground to the point that his lightsaber breaks. Right. And it's really, like, well, look, intense, that, that scene. The, the, well, the, well that it's scene. an intense scene anyway, but, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just watching it, like, with a regular camera not lit, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it probably goes for him. Ah. It's a really interesting clip. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, long time listener first time writer in Kyle Barrett says wondering your thoughts on Tomorrowland <laughs> after seeing the trailers I'm pretty excited about it and it looks like a classic Disney adventure however very few people are talking about it including IGN and it seems to be getting lost in the huge amount of blockbusters coming out this summer are you excited about it and do you think it'll do well at the box office now I don't really know anything about this film until mm. about two weeks ago. And it kind of fill, me, fits into what we're talking about, theme parts. It's based on a section of yeah. Magical Kingdom. For me, it was when we um, we went to a screener of Age of Ultron, and they showed the trailer before that, and that was the first time that I had really heard anything about yeah. it. I'd like, I'd maybe well, heard the name in passing, but... Consider it's a Clooney movie. Mm. But I don't know, part of me wonders, I mean, this may just be me, is he right for that role? Just from what I saw in the trailer, he just seemed very... George Clooney's always meant to be the kind of warmer kind of quite comforting guy but he seems yeah. very I don't know a lot more well, I, I, moany so I, moany, I found grumpy. when I watched the trailer I kind of felt a little bit at odds with it I didn't really kind of see where it was pitched mm. because it felt like it was supposed to be a family adventure but at the same time you know, there's quite a lot of like you know, nasty things happening Yeah. so it was definitely not the kind of film that I would go and see with my kids but they're too young so maybe teenagers they probably get want to go and see. Um, I, I was kind Avengers of getting shades of like something like a uh, like a Jumanji type of movie. So mm, it's a family yeah. adventure movie, but also there's got pedigree. Like the director directed The Incredibles and a Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Brad Bird, he's yeah. like a longtime Disney Pixar totally. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like you know he's like, got on, some on good paper, people behind the scenes. Be amazing. Yeah, but there's no, I, I absolutely agree with Carl. Mm-hmm. There's literally no buzz about it. No. Me and like Chris talk about it because we talk about it for work. Yeah, but. Don't really think about it much. And it's out in what, a couple of weeks. Yeah, like, I, really not very long. Looking at that trailer, I just remember thinking because it mainly focuses in that in that room when all the things are coming down, like the shutters and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I want to see more Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland looks awesome. Show me more Tomorrowland. But it seemed to focus a little bit heavily in the real world. And I part of me was like, mm. but you'd want to keep that stuff back. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I kind it's of that tradition. That it's it's that tradition. I think of like kid movies family movies about like hidden reality like a mm. labyrinth or yeah, never ends where yeah. kids slip blah, into blah, blah. another reality Harry Potter to an extent yeah. mm. but most of it takes place elsewhere yeah. and I think you know that is like a family good family genre 
But I do think they're um, going to struggle with awareness. Yeah. yeah I just don't I know thought, yeah. how many people know about it. So Ben Harris has written in and says, Good day and a hearty duck hunt, gentlemen. Multiple endings. I'm sure you've probably discussed it before, but I can't remember what was said. Mm. He's recently finished Bloodborne, and after many hours of play, he reached the decision part and unwittingly taken the completion option. Avoiding spoilers. Mm. So he knows he can play through again and see the other endings, but he felt a bit cheated as if he'd been given an inferior ending. What are our thoughts? So, well, so, so kind of what's the thought I'm on- going to tiptoe around this because mm. I realise that people might not have played it so I know what he's talking about and I think he thinks it's a and I think you, there's a point to be made that it's an inferior ending so this is a minor spoiler so if you don't want to know do either of you care? I don't. I'm okay so, so you get to the end and um, if you make one decision you miss out on two subsequent boss battles so there's really? two optional bosses wow um, that's quite a big thing yeah, to miss out but on. what I would say like I know all the endings I picked a different one and it, it makes sense there's a it, there's a storyline that they want to tell and yeah. you making that decision isn't just like game over It's it that serves a particular uh, way of closing the narrative yeah, yeah, yeah. so do the so does the other ending right so mm. yes I think you are cheated in the sense that you don't get that other boss battle yeah. and that is annoying if you particularly like Bloodborne for the boss battles but it makes sense story wise yeah. and also it's that thing where your character is given a choice with a consequence you are that character you make that choice yeah. and you feel the consequence yeah. yeah so it's almost like you you know that's you at its most role playing yeah. so well the, the example it, I was going to bring up is Far Cry 4 yeah. mm. um, which uh, in the opening scene where you first meet um, uh, actually it's Peyton three Ming. optional boss battles um, when you first meet Peyton yeah. Min he <clears> says take a seat there I'll be back in a minute and you can literally sit there for 10 minutes he comes back and then that's the end of the game Mm. Um, so you could skip the entire game <laughs> if you wanted to um, but so I like that the fact they included that but similarly I got to the end and I think there's either two or three different endings and I chose no there's two endings sorry uh, and I felt shortchanged by my ending and again I don't want to go into any details about it but it's you're playing the game and I made my decision and bang it finished but it was my decision, mm. and I can see why they did it. I guess what he's maybe he's talking about as well is the fact that you might not know the other end. That you might not. Yeah, you might. The thing is with Bloodborne, you need to do certain things to get some of the other stuff. Yeah, and then <clears throat> True Nature is quite cryptic. Well, because oh. that's kind of my thing. Like, I, I don't mind like Mass Effect ending type yeah. thing where you know there's lots of different endings and it filters in from your choices. That's fine. But um, Final Fantasy Ten Two. There's this, uh, basically, the whole premise of the game is one of the characters from the first game, um, who your character was in love with, has disappeared, and you're trying to find them again. And if you do, you have to get this, what's called the perfect ending. And that literally means, in conversations where there are like five options, you have to pick the right one. Right. At every stage throughout the game, um, throughout, you know, over 40 hours to get the perfect ending. Mm. And if you do, at the very, very end, the two are reunited. And it's mm. and it's a great ending. And that is the perfect ending. That's the one that everyone chooses. You know, that's the mm. canon one. But then, uh, you know, if you only get 80% of the right answers, 80 to 99, you get something else. Then, you know, 60 to 79, something yeah. else. And you'll never, and, you know, as you say, because so few people get it, you'll never really know. And you yeah. just think, ah, oh, especially because the game was created, because people were so gutted about that person disappearing at the end of the first game. They were just annoying, like, yeah. It, it's just so, really hard to get the happy ending. Yeah, like well, to get that. Ha- I'm always looking for the perfect ending. I rarely get it. Uh, it's hard to get the happy ending. Is, yeah. You are. Uh, Rick Crossley is written up in. Hey, Rick. Uh, Rick is part of um, the Duck Hunt community, Duck Hunt, Duck Hunt. UK podcast um, Facebook group, and I think he's he's organised um, a night, um, a London meetup because we haven't. Um, cheers, Rick. <laughs> 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 so we're reading this out. Well, in case being honest. So it's for. So what date is this? Is I believe it's uh, a week on Friday. Yeah. Check. It's not a date on the scene rail. I think it's the 12th, because I'm going to go. But yeah. Well, we might make it. just check while I read out the other details. Yeah, I'll check. If it's the 12th, that's not Friday. Oh, I no. It's a week on Friday. Okay. But so that would be... Bear with. You've 15. probably already checked your own calendar 15. by now. It's the 15th. I'm pretty sure it it's the 15th. It is the 15th. It's the that. 15th. So in case anyone missed it, it's from 6pm at Loading Bar, which is in Dalston, London, with there'll be a Mario Kart tournament by, followed by a quiz and loads of other stuff. There'll be games to play and there's going to be stuff given away and there might also be a 
cake. It's from fifteenth from fifteenth uh, from six pm. Right. So you're going to be there, Creeper. Yeah, and all... I can't make it, unfortunately. Some of us will be there, and if you want to know more, go to tinyurl.com forward slash duckhuntersLondon. Cheers, Rick. There you go. Sick. And that finishes off this week's podcast in style. It thank does. you, thank all, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, what a happy ending! What a ah, happy ending! A see? perfect ending. And I would say that you got most of your answers wrong. So you know, happy endings can come to everyone. Yeah, there you go. You thank see? you very much. Hope and until giving. next week, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.